Are you wondering how you can contribute to Funniest Thing? Don't flip out. Go to patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. Whoa! This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Oh, yeah. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes, it does. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we are broadcasting live from Chobo Studios in beautiful downtown Van Nuys. Ooh. My bad. I got great news, everyone. You are unlimited with special guest actor Stephen Tom Thorpe. Going to join us during the second segment. Unlimited good is ours when we start each day with the realization that the rewarding power of God is always at work in us and in all that concerns us. We are not bound to old conditions. Oh, yes. We can allow the winning combination of forgiveness and faith to launch us forward to greater blessings. On this episode, Daryl and Ed motivate listeners and ourselves, for crying out loud, to unhitch from the past and grab a hold of high hopes. And during the second segment, high-hoping actor Stephen Tom Thorpe inspires us to let go and let God go to work in our circumstances with today's reading, which is New Day. New Day. And that's a great old reading from what, 82 or something? 88, I think. Oh, okay. hey, I can tell you. 1988. April 1988. Nice. I got some great baseball cards that summer. I actually, I actually would have read this while in Honolulu, right. Hawaii. That's the exact. Who hooked us up with that, Kirky? Kirky, Kirky from uh, from Germany actually finds these old daily words that we actually have come to notice have the real "kick me upstairs, no nonsense" oh. spiritual way of writing. Yeah, speaking of Kirky, we got two new ones this week in the. P.O. Box. What's the P.O. Box? Can you see it on the bottom of that paper there? I know it. It's uh, 1312 Culver City, California, 90232. So you can send us something as well. Kirky, we love you. These are awesome. Um, we, he sent us a couple postcards. One thing he said, he says, you cannot drink too much tea. It is not possible. I changed that to coffee, and I full, wholeheartedly agree. If you're not on YouTube yet, funniest thing with Daryl and Ed, you can see the postcards we receive, see the guests. See, look at that. You look like uh, 10 years younger today. But. Yeah, it's the makeup and the halo. Yes, anytime we get a real actor in the studio, things happen. We get better than average makeup. And this says vintage. Bee! Enjoy a cup of Cupferly. Kirky loves you. And he's referring to Mary Cupferly. Yeah. So if you're ever looking for something to kick you upstairs, you could just go to truthunity.net and search Mary Cupferly, oh my God, and you will amazing. get some uh, some great, inspiring, short 
doses mm-hmm. of uh, formative uh, yeah. uh, ideas to renew your mind. You know who knew her was, what's that fellow's name? Greg Barrett. Remember? Oh, that's, yeah. She, yeah. He said she was a fun-loving person who played guitar and stuff. So uh, from Kirk, we also got a postcard that says, play to win. It looks like it is me kneeing uh, Daryl in the nether regions. Daryl giving me a swift kick to the chops, playing soccer together. Um, on the, there's a great stamp on the back of Daryl wearing three hats, saying hats off to that. The quote is from Robert Frost. It says, our founding fathers did not believe in the future. They believed the future in. They believed it into Reality, it's a reality. existence. Thanks to Stephen Tom Thorpe for helping me to understand that quote this morning in the green room. It's that simple. Kirky loves you. There's another great quote. Oh, this was the funniest thing. This is a miracle story. Ed's holding up a postcard that Kirky made, and it has my head, Ed's head, and Stephen Tom Thorpe's head uh, transfixed to three monkeys. Yeah, but the crazy right. thing is. We didn't know Stephen Tom Thorpe was going to be on the show until this weekend. And this postcard came to us from Kirky this week. Yeah, there's this crazy wisdom that whispers in your ear uh, everything you need to know. I was sitting there at the prosperity class, not this week, but the week before. And at the very end, I saw Stephen's face and I was like, this dude needs to come back on the show soon. So we made an arrangement, which was going to be in a few weeks, and then all of a sudden, his improv class this Saturday. Well, two things yeah. happened. One, the, the guest that the was guest canceled, and then his improv class, which he normally has during this time that we tape yeah. the show, just happened to be canceled this Saturday. And then we get this postcard as reassurance that everything's in divine order. That's why we have to get rid of our butts, which we're going to talk about throughout this episode. Um, but the quote on the back of this postcard says. Every thought we hold manifests somewhere. This extremely powerful idea is both frightening and exhilarating. If the principle works this successfully for negative thinking, can we expect it to work similarly when we hold only love in our minds? That's the good news. Whatever we hold in our minds, whichever voice forms our thoughts, determines how we see our companions and how we experience our lives minute by minute. That's from Karen Casey. And that's, again, goes perfectly... With this show, which is called uh, You Are Unlimited. Let's take a moment. Let's thank Indy out here at Chobo Studios. How are you, buddy? Doing great. Love you, ba- bagel and spread. Oh, yeah. Funniest thing with bagel. Man, you got it wrong on your whiteboard again, buddy. It's Daryl and Ed. And Ed. Oh, not bagel and spread. I mean, this is the 81st episode. I should get this right. Yeah, One day, yeah. there's still hope for you. There's still hope. Nice hat, though, Ed. Love you. Hey, thank you, man. I just slid into a new... I gave my my other Chobo hat to Michael Knight when, when Sherry and Michael Knight were visiting and um were they in the studio or no they were just kind of hanging out in the green room yeah right? and in in the the control center yeah yeah they were hanging out in here yeah yeah so but michael slid off with your cho- with a chobo hat so he's spreading the message Amazing. Out there that's great they're kentucky. from kentucky right yeah spreading chobo in kentucky love it. Uh, yeah someone else who we love is jeff comfort he takes care of the audio part getting it up on the podcast wait he also stuff. helped us find our musical number that we were yeah. looking for for this week What's her name? terry wilder Terry Wilder, I believe, yes. is the author of this this ditty we're going to sing. No, no one's wilder than Terry. No one. Um, so we're going to sing that later. Thank you, Jeff, for helping us find that song. No buts about it. So uh, anyway. And he takes us right into the comfort zone. Yeah. So you want to 
kick us off with a little um oh you know what let's do a quick thing because i took there's a couple shout outs on youtube i wanted to mention so then we'll we'll move on with some readings you know uh barbara weatherman said love you guys sending love and light kathy norman the great reverend minister up at unity of santa barbara uh said love this show it is from the last week's episode life is not an emergency with katie mcdonald we all need to be reminded that life yes. is not an emergency kathy norman said love this show and i love the nancy cups pronoia which is opposite of paranoia which means the the belief that things are working out on your behalf yeah people are always conspiring for us not yeah, against not us. against us she said pronoia is the only way to live i love you guys uh, there was one more. I guess I uh, accidentally took uh, a pic a screenshot of the Three Stooges, so I don't have anything else on my phone. But uh, <laughs> but um, oh wait, what are our last things? Oh man, we don't. Do you, do you have them? Conjure those up while we talk. Okay. I just want to say thank you to everyone who's supporting this public service ministry through Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash Funniest Thing, as you heard at the top of the show. Man, it's a major growth in that area, which is really exciting. Adds fuel to the fire of the show. Uh, getting this message out there. These things work. Even when my mind doesn't believe they work, they're still working. When Daryl, any of us, it doesn't matter. These are principles, thank God. And when I, they, you know, when, when we feel separate from God, as they say, it's not God that left. It's us that is going, uh, you know, it's me that has kind of, turned the other direction, turned away from my divinity. And, you know, I'm going in and out of that with relation to, to my job these days. But it's exciting because it's like these principles remind us that this love, this prosperity is the only really reality. And it's always there for us. Like the prodigal son, when we come back to ourselves, it comes rushing back, covers us up with the finest robes and rings and throws a party just because uh, we are coming home and that divinity lights up within us when we turn back toward it, and that's when the party begins. I guess I know what our three breaths are, Ed. What are they? It keeps coming up, so we're going to use them. All right, you start it, and then I'll take a breath to clear it. Okay, you don't even know what they are, so you're going to be in for a nice yeah. surprise. Because I saw you had some jotted down in there. Yeah, that was a little... Oh. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here we go. All right. I can, I can. I can, can. Ah. I can, I can. I can, can. Ah. <laughs> I can, I can. I can, can. I do know that our prayer posse out there, as Nancy Norman calls the unityjoyoflife.org class during the prosperity Zoom, she does infinite prosperity on Thursdays. She calls it the prayer posse. She loves the cowboy hats. We got two of them in the studio today. We got Daryl wearing his uh, flying nun. We have the Ronald Reagan on uh, Stephen Tom Thorpe there. And the, you can see it if you're on the YouTube. That looks crazy, man. It looks like it's uh, a, a Instagram filter putting that hat on you, if you can see it. <laughs> um, that's amazing. But um, 
So now, oh come on, we can get to we got a greetings after uh, you. Um, yes. <laughs> man, these show notes are enriching, man. This is incredible. Um, after you do the reading, I want you to re- share how you came to this two-step. Um, oh, doing the Texas two-step of forgiveness oh, and my faith. God. Yeah, because it was out of necessity. All right, let's hear this. Okay, so here we go. This is so. By the way, this book, You Unlimited, has been coming up a lot. Daryl mentioned last week a group of fellas, uh, Lee Shock and Captain and um, Jerry, and these guys meeting and talking about this book, thanks to Daryl's suggestion. Daryl and Stephen and I all jumped on that a call this, this from Monday, which was so incredibly uplifting yes. to, to talk about these principles with some, a good, new group of people that come at it from a, a new, a, a different point of view, you know, just like they, it's not very, it's not such a religious spirit, even like calling it spirits, it's more like practical principles, applying them to life, experimenting with them, enjoying the success that you feel when you do. And so, well, you know what else makes it great? Ed? Yeah. I think the fact that these are just regular guys yeah. who, when I mean regular guys, meaning they're just, um, you know, living their lives. They're yeah. not, we're not members of any particular, That's right. as a group, we're not members of any particular That's religion right. or 12 or step program or anything other than it's just five ordinary guys yes. who are applying this stuff to everyday life. And there's something powerful about that. That sounds like a good intro to a reality show, man. Then it is reality. Yeah. We're actually learning about what this is true reality TV. Yeah. We are exploring what is really going on together. And somewhere along the line with all this going on, I just thought it's so important. The title of that, oh, it's during the call. That title yeah. of that book hit me because I am learning that I am unlimited. And until I know that I am unlimited, then it's then there's a limitation to how much I can encourage other people to realize they're like how unlimited they are. We have to learn it first ourselves to truly unlock it. And then when I learn it myself, people catch on to it without even saying anything. And so I was thinking about that. And then I just thought you are unlimited is such a good title. And then Tom, Stephen Tom Thorpe ended up being the guest. So it just, it all just lined up perfectly, by the way, Hold up your mug, because Nancy Norman's sponsoring the show with these beautiful mugs. <laughs> and uh, Rod. Rod's filling our cup with some of that sweet beaver juice. It's actually Stumptown Coffee today. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, if you look on last week's episode, you'll see him in a reindeer suit on all fours and a Goodwill after drinking some cold brew with Daryl and Ed and getting high off spiritual principles. So, Well, because he normally doesn't drink his own product. That's right, but... Yeah, so you'll enjoy that. If you heard it on the podcast, like, I didn't know what the heck was going on. I was listening to the episode, and all of a sudden, I'm hearing, like, yeah, get down on all fours. And I, you don't need it. You know, it's like, you just hear this, like, peripheral sound of, like, well, a room. And well, I was like, what, what happened? Is Instagram on at the same time? Well, you know what I thought? I thought Indy was just going to drop it in while we were talking yeah, without no the audio. audio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was great. We thank you, Indy, for dropping that <laughs> in. My and bad. We thank you, Nancy and Rod, for filling our cups to overflow. Rod, 
get Rodney. down on all fours. Wait, a, what am I listening to? Yeah, in a way, uh, both Rod and Nancy help fill our cup to overflow and keep, give. They both get as high as kites, whether it's the prosperity zoom or the cold brew in this cup, and the a loving friendship we have with Rod. And he's another guy we can tap into and talk about these principles with. So. Yeah, your life is your ministry. As long as you're, if you're, whatever you're living, really, your yeah, life yeah. is your ministry. And your you life, are unlimited. Yep. So what do we got here? All right. If you do have this book, um, it's on page 21, what I'm going to read. I'm going to read a bunch of little things. I'm, I'm putting right. together a bunch of little readings from here that really uh, drive this point home. This idea that we're unlimited. And the only... Limitation is the limit we put on ourselves by what we're telling ourselves about what's possible for our self. All right. There is nothing in nature that opposes your well-being. On the contrary, it is natural for things to grow and expand. You see this tendency all around you. In spite of your dissatisfaction with what your life has demonstrated so far, there is nothing opposing your good, nothing opposing your health, nothing opposing the increase of your finances, nothing opposing complete harmony in your life. You can believe this. Everything is for you. There is nothing in this universe that is against you. Rather, the entire pattern of the universe is growth, expansion, and increase. The principle that each thing propagates its kind is the great lesson that you must learn, the great lesson that will set you free because thoughts too reproduce after their kind. Recognize your greatest asset. Life is for you and not against you. And it goes on to say, if you have any idea that life is holding you back, that life is holding something back from you, it is important for you to realize that this is not the action of life itself, but the result of your relationship to life. Meaning how a relationship to life can also be um, described or, or stated as our attitude, my attitude toward life. An attitude, because I used to hear, oh, have a good attitude. Well, what is attitude? I kind of know what it means, but it's simply put, it's my mental approach to life. My mental approach yeah. to life. Mm. So he gives four steps that get us cooperating with the natural flow or the harmony of life itself that eliminates these limiting beliefs within our mind, these obstacles. First, man needs to have an open mind and a natural resistance to the patterns of conformity which are stifling him. Mm. Second, the self-winding, renewing person never ceases to explore his own potentials. If you throw away preconceived ideas of age or other limitations, you become amazed and thrilled at the way life opens up to you. Third, as the third step, the self-renewing man will risk failure in order to learn. Trusting life, he will take a chance. He isn't so controlled by fear that he dare not try anything new. He isn't frozen in his old patterns. He doesn't say, well, I've gone along this far. 
I guess I'll just leave well enough alone. After all, the old way is the safest. And fourth, <laughs> the fourth step the self-renewing individual will, will take is to examine life. As he develops within himself some understanding of the vast realm of mind, he realizes that infinite intelligence will direct his growth and soon learns to have a deep sense of reliance on the indwelling presence. That's what we mean by learning to trust ourself, self with a capital S. Yes. In this way, he comes to know something of the nature of God and the power of divine mind within him and learns that he can draw on that power at will. He knows that it will respond to him and his needs. Wow. And respond is another way to saying fulfill. Mm. I got to take a commercial break here because this is a miracle. It goes with what you're saying, but it's unexpected. I opened up the Daily Word from February 82 that Kirk sent us. Amazing. There's a reading from James Dillett Freeman that's like 10 pages long, but I just found a couple paragraphs. It is great. You know, that, wh where, where did those breaths come from, by the way? What was that a reference to? Oh, because one morning in my book I wrote, I can, I can, and then I couldn't stop thinking about the, the can-can. So I go, I can-can. Okay, so keep that in mind. This is called You Can, You Can. Oh, wow. By James Dillett Freeman. He says, there's no one of you reading this who does not have some dream that you hope to achieve or some trouble you're having to handle or both. I don't know what your dreams are or troubles may be. I don't know what stage of giving up or keeping on you are in, but I do know whatever you're praying, whatever you're hoping, seeking, striving, praying to bring about, God has this to say to you. You can, you can. Psychologists like to measure people's IQs but one psychologist has said that it is even more important to measure people's I cans. Our I can may, t may take our truer measure. Then he gives a lot of examples. And then he goes at the end, he says, do you have hard things to meet? Do you have much to do? Difficulties to master? Obstacles to overcome? Who has set your limits? Who has told you you can't? Refuse to accept limitations. Refuse to settle for what seems there are no unattainables, only ends we have not yet attained. There are no impossibles, only things we have accepted as beyond our power to do. Listen and you will hear above the dismal whispers of discouragement and doubt, your own immortal spirit crying in a still small voice of faith. Keep on, keep on, you can, you can. What a great coincidence. I, reading that, Knowing the immortal nature of our souls and knowing that James Dillard Freeman loves this stuff, you yeah. know he had to tap me on the shoulder to tell me to open it. And you know he'd be an amazing guest Oh my God. with that spider web nest, that spider nest of hair that he yeah, Well, had. he inspired the original Trump hairstyle. He really did. <laughs> he really did. He was a cowboy of sorts. And uh, so thank you, James Dillard Freeman. And thank you, Kirky, again for that. Dude, isn't that amazing? I can't. I that that you just happen to come up with those breaths, and then and it change. goes perfect with being unlimited and being unlimited and getting rid of our butts. So I read the butts, and then yeah, you, I want to hear I'll that story. Yeah. Yes, all right. The winning perfect. combo of forgiveness and faith. Okay, so the reading is from uh, Around the Year with Emmett Fox. If you don't have it, it's a great morning reader. Um, no butts is the title from October sixth, and he says when the devil has been unmasked a number of times. His final refuge 
Remember, devil, Satan, means adverse thoughts, means those thoughts in our mind that tell us we can't. Error thinking. Or that we're limited. Yes. Right. And, and point us away from our good. But our good doesn't go anywhere, thank God. When the devil has been unmasked a number of times, his final refuge seems to be the harmless-looking word, but, with one T, that is, Stephen. Students of the teachings of Jesus Christ who would not be deceived by any of the familiar devices constantly surrender their principles and therefore their demonstration to the little word, but. Of course I know that God is the only power, but. Of course I know that God is omnipresent, but. Of course I know that God is love, but. Of course I know that there's no hurry because I am in eternity, but. Of course I know that John or Mary must be the living expression of God just as I am, but. If the truth is true, there are no buts. And then there's a, well, I don't even need the Bible verse for that, but we can. Uh, yeah, yeah, jump right in. So what happened this week, folks? Mm. I was driving along from a great uh, talk, driving back from a great talk up at Unity of Santa Barbara. Yes. That Kathy uh, and Temple, they did a tag team yeah. share, one with 10 the minutes each. Tag team, back again. And yes. um, it was. It, I recommend you listen to it. Go to Unity of Santa Barbara. UnitySB.org, live stream. And, and or you could get it on YouTube eventually. It was so it was the perfect thing for her to share prior to what happened. Because it was about being right or being happy in relationships. Yeah. And instead of trying to be right, you gotta think rightly for the higher good. Mainly for yourself, but that radiates out to everyone involved. Yes, it does. So I'm I'm high as a kite. I'm driving. All of a sudden, I get a a text message from someone who had been a guest on our show months and months and months ago, right? Many months ago. Many moons, as they say. And uh, it was something. Speaking of butts, it was something to the effect of. Um, is he here? Can you? I noticed the show is online, and I I don't I don't want my I don't want to be searchable on the internet. Something to that he effect. Was basically, like Will Smith at the Oscars. Keep my name out Google's mouth. Yeah. Keep my... <laughs> so could you please? So could you please? You know, take that off Google, uh, YouTube and Google and all this. And my first thought is. What? The first, when you get these jolts, it's natural to react yeah. with like, what the beep? And I started going through it in my mind because if, cause then you also feel a little, did I do something wrong? Mm -hmm. So I go, wait a minute, calm down. So I calm down. I text him back. I go, um, uh, I said, yeah, that's possible, but you didn't say anything derogatory. In any way, oh, yeah, and I, I, I was like, encouraging. yeah, I was like, it was very positive. Yeah, and he wrote, well, it's not that. It's I go through great pains to keep myself off Google searches, Google searches, or whatever the internet, the internet, my name. So then I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I start feeling that justification rise. Like, wait, you were in a place where we have cameras, a studio. <laughs> we told you know a podcast is you know. 
you got to get it from online. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about this. Wait a minute. You're, he's a grown man. He's Ed's age. Right. So, like, he knows all this. You agreed to do it, but now all of a sudden you're like, holy cow. Like, did he think just Indy records these and we come here <laughs> and we, oh, can you play the one for us uh, Wait, from a week ago? Wait, about how um, Johnny Francis... We waited so long that he wasn't. He didn't even get on the air, and he thought it was it's just, a great meeting. We invited him in to just watch the show. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, folks, if you're listening to this, you understand that this goes out to everyone. So <laughs> it's a global thing. It's a global thing. However, I was like, oh. So I talked to Ed about it, and um, you know, we decide, okay, we'll figure out how to take care of this. You know. Yeah. Thankfully, like I was not. In, I was in a very relaxed moment. I think I had gotten some good waves, and I was yeah. just like, I could tell it was just like a, uh, a mental exercise. Um, For him? More than, yeah, like, just like that person I met with this week. If yeah. you're not in, you could just see it's just their brain being overactive. So um, so anyway, go on. Sorry, guys. Well, uh, what do we have in today, uh, Mr. Uh, oh, the cla pocket. classic pepperoni, of course. Yeah. Oh, pepperoni yeah. hot pocket. Hot pocket. I don't want that out there on the Googles though. So it's too late, <laughs> pal. Cut this out. Yeah. Don't worry. This is this doesn't go out to anyone. No one listens to this. Um, Good. Steve, are Great. you sharing it with Stephen Tom Thorpe at least? Yeah. Yeah. He likes. He wants his uh, his mouth burnt too. So nice. Uh, out on the range. Yes. Yes. Our, oh wow. All right. So coming back to our little. All right. Answer. So you found out about it. You told him okay. So um, I realized, look, plus I talked to Kirk, he called. Yeah. And we realized, you know what? And we did, did an episode on this called Let Him Have It. Mm -hmm. Meaning, I like that because it has the element of New Jersey mobster. Let him, just let him have it. Right. But it really means just let him have it. So I don't have to carry it. Yeah, well, let's talk about that because it's the spirit of the in which we're saying it. Yeah, usually it's like that. I mean, ah, let him have it, buddy. You know, like boom. But, you know, but we're yeah. actually using the. It's this actually more, the word forgiveness to give up. Yeah, like let there be light. Yes, just let him have it. Just That's, let him have yeah, it. Yeah, allow it to be. Because no resistance. Because forgiving means to give up. Right. To not to give up and roll over and play dead. No, to give up the painful. Um, perspective. To it's funny because give, give up is exactly like what um, yeah. Jesus did with the loaves and the fishes. He turned his yeah, attention yes. upward, gave yes. the whole thing over to the divine mind, and so on. So, so, so the first phase is give up, give it up. What's the big deal? You know, Mike Dugan helped me with this years ago, especially when there were some things that were going to cost me a lot of um, money. Mm -hmm. And he said, Daryl, What's your peace of mind worth? Oh, Is it yeah. worth more than 5000 I said, yeah. He said, um, let them have it. Right. So uh, the, so we just decided we're going to let them have it. Ed worked it out, figured out how to take it off. And then what that does is that propels me, and faith starts to grow. When you could just let them have it and release it's like an automatic counter response. Also, talk about what you the about forgiving yourself portion. Oh yeah, well that's going to come up. Oh okay, that. yeah, great. So, and I start getting more hopeful about the show mm -hmm. and the future of it and future guests by letting that go. 
instead of digging our heels in and saying, well, you knew. It's like, no, just let them have it. The very next day, Monday, this was Sunday, the very next day, uh, my Instagram account gets hacked. Oh, right. But it was because I clicked a link that I shouldn't have clicked. What and was that link? It's something that looked like it was from Instagram, but it mm. wasn't. So mm. if you get anything. Was it like a copyright thing they were trying to tell you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was saying, you know, it looks like you violated some copyright. If you want to appeal, press here. But it wasn't legitimate. Right. Just enough to, like, yeah. get you. Here's the thing, folks. I had a little thing in my mind because I was overtired because I've been taking care of you know, babysitting another dog, and Sunday we had to drive, and we dealt with this thing. Right. And I didn't really sleep good Sunday night, Sunday till mo Monday morning. Yeah. So, but part of my mind said, "Ah, get to this later." But that little guy who says, "No, we gotta take, we can take care of this now," which is always the reasonable voice. Yeah. I didn't listen, so I went click, and I I went up. Oh, I think I blew it. So sure enough, later, my account's gone. I can't access it. Um, Steven went for a walk with me because he was going to meet up with me anyway. We'd walk the hill, the, our guest today. So he said, let me look because, you know, these young guys, they know how to dig into this stuff, whereas I just want to throw my phone out the window. Yeah. So uh, he's going through it, and it was even frustrating for him. It's just loop after loop after sure, loop, sure. going nowhere. I hear you. So... When I finally said, you know what? I'm just going to let it go. Let them have it. I started to get a freeing feeling of, oh, all right, yeah. I'm not going to be on Instagram anymore. And it actually felt good. Mm -hmm. And I started getting that reawakened, that real part of me that knows all my good has always come directly to me from an unexpected person or opportunity. It, you know what I mean? Like I I, do, when I yeah. mean in real life, yeah, always it's always happened in real life in the most unexpected ways. Right. So I started really living that. I'm going, holy cow! I forgot how good this feels. Right. But then later on, um, I caught myself beating myself up. And here's the thing: it was easy. I noticed for me to forgive. You know, whoever it was, wherever it was in the planet. You know, Kenya, wherever who hijacked my account, but it was more difficult for me to forgive myself for being the chump who pressed the link. Right. So I had to forgive myself and relieve myself of thinking I'm a chump. And once that started happening, my faith got even stronger. And I started having more and more in, um, inspired ideas of how good my life is and how good it can continue to get. But I even got this renewed enthusiasm of now by being off of the distraction of social media. And I'm not saying everyone should get off social media. Some people are, you know what I mean? But for me, when I'm on social media, and I've said this and I've been aware of this for a long time, it's like I'm only in my own head but with daytime TV on in the background, which is the worst emotional state right. I can be in. Hearing daytime TV, because that's what's like, looking through it, and then 
just being with my own thoughts, mm-hmm. like comparing myself or getting overly enthusiastic about, you know, I want to say sharing, but kind of showing off. So by eliminating that, it renewed this, this wholesome faith for me. You know what I'm saying? Some people are nice and not a, they don't get as emotionally affected. Ah, who cares? Keep going. So, so that's, that's where I am today. And, yeah. then, and then what happens? The very next day, Ed and I received an incredible um, contribution to the show. Yeah. The very next day. And so many oh, good things. And the 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 guys on Monday after this happened, yeah, out of the blue said, "Hey, can we do that thing tonight?" Mm. And it was like that day is when Lee Shock, Jerry, oh yeah, kept, the phone call. They texted me that day, and wow. I said yes. And I was like, "This is just like Tuesday." Talk about social media, baby. But here's great. Yeah. yeah, Tuesday, the very next day, Robert Lee Shock, who I've known. Most of my life, because we went to high, we grew up in the same town, went to high school together and junior high school together. He calls me to tell me how much he loved. He just read What If Godzilla Just Wanted a Hug. Yeah. And we had the longest talk. Um, Brilliant. Where he was sharing all this, um, compl- he was being very complimentary mm-hmm. toward me. And I was like, ha, ah, this is incredible. Yeah. And this is the thing, folks. The only thing that limits us is our own beliefs about ourselves. But it's there's a sneaky way we could limit ourselves. And one way is the little word, yeah, I believe that God has good in store for me, but you don't understand. Or, but I grew up with generations of dysfunctional family. But, No. We got to let that out. And then the the other two is forgiveness. I got to forgive myself of the past. Whatever I think I may have done or whatever I think you may have done. Right. The past. Let the dead bury the dead. Yes. And I just want to read this last thing before we go. We'll talk about the faith. Before the faith. And then, yes, because that is what, that is what, um, catapults us into faith yes trying to do faith on top of unforgiveness is just an exercise in futility yeah, for me it's, it's driving with the e-brake on it's driving but once we forgive and say just let them have it and when it comes to ourselves just say no big deal i wonder what wonderful things that come of this daryl that's no big deal other people have done this too but you know what and I said this to your wife because yeah. Jen said, oh, man, that's a bummer. And I said, Jen, in a text message, because she was wondering what happened on Instagram. And I said, you know what? He meant it for bad, but God meant it for good. Yes. So here's two little quickies. Regardless of what is happening around me, I will always have the prerogative and the responsibility of choosing what happens within me. I am the creator of my own reality. That's the faith. And for forgiveness, and this is what I did with the guy who wanted us, the episode wiped off the, in, the interwebs. Because now I actually don't have any ill feeling towards him at yes, all. Yes, And it's because of this. On several occasions, my friend had asked God to provide health, happiness, and prosperity to those she resented. And I just kept imagining this guy happy. 
And what happens, I believe, is that my prayers transport the person from the realm of my resentful thoughts back into the realm of the Spirit as one of God's children. And you know what? That's what happens to me. That's what happened to me when I took myself out of being unforgiving, you stupid chump, mm-hmm. to, ah, who cares? Something better's on the way. And grabbing a hold of that as if God was saying that to me. Yes. Brilliant. All right. The faith part is also about solutions, because usually when we're spinning in fear, there's a voice inside of us that's saying, but there is no solution. And with these principles and with this knowing, there is always a solution. And sometimes we have to be that loving parent come back into the room and say, I don't care how long I've believed otherwise, there is a solution. So coming up next, high open actor Stephen Tom Thorpe inspires us to let go and let God go to work in our circumstances with today's reading, which is New Day. Thank you for listening and watching Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ad out, out here at Chogo. We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. All right, welcome back to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Today's show is called You Are Unlimited with actor Stephen Tom Thorpe. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. What are you drinking over there? I am drinking from my, actually, I can mug. Ooh, nice. Some coffee. It matches your hat quite nicely. And we actually highlighted that mug last week because I think you, no, the week before because you gave me a mug. Yes. And actually I can mug. Yeah, this is the third showing because I brought one as well a little while back in the beginning of our mug shot segment. Um, Daryl has some Prentice Mulford to share before we chat it up with Stephen Tom Thorpe who's been in the green room. Yes. Marinating. And you know what's amazing? The bookmark I threw in here has a quote from Ben Franklin. Mm. And this is actually something we all need to consider, regardless if we're printers. It's about being true to ourselves. And it says, if all printers were determined not to print anything till they were sure it would offend nobody, there would be very little printed. That's right up my alley right there. Isn't that good? Yeah, something I experienced this week. That's amazing. Wow. But I really had to think about that. But here is the reading for today. When you say to yourself, I am going to have a pleasant visit or a pleasant journey, you are literally sending elements and forces ahead of your body that will arrange things to make your visit or journey pleasant. When before the visitor, the journey, or the shopping trip, you are in a bad humor or fearful or apprehensive of something unpleasant, You are sending unseen agencies ahead of you, which will make some kind of unpleasantness. Our our thoughts, or in other words, our state of mind, is ever at work fixing up things, good or bad, in advance. Prentice Mulford. Mm. Isn't that great? Oh, one last thing. Set the universe. This is the, the affirmation. 
at the end, we can consider this the affirmation. Set the universal forces ahead of you in everything you do and everywhere you go by thinking the way you want it to go in advance. Then you are creating your life intentionally. Mm, that's great. So, Stephen Tom Thorpe, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. Yeah? What a great show so far. What a great show so far. Well, what, uh, if anything, uh, lit up in your head while you were listening and watching the first half? So many things. Um, you know what I think might actually help me? What? Reading the Daily Word. You want to kick it off with Can that? Can I go ahead and do yeah, that? Yeah, let's I kick it off. Let's hear it, man. Let's hear it. I think it. that might actually help me because there was and so what much year, what to help me focus. Let, oh, we already told them. It's from yeah. 1988. 1988. This is from April. I would have read that Daily Word because I started subscribing in 86. Well, I was crazy. in the service. I was still in the military getting that sent to me. It's amazing. The oldest publication in American history. Yeah, it is. That's still being, it's the oldest periodical in American history that is still being published. Mm. And you just read that printer's thing from Ben Franklin. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. All right, April 2nd, 1988, Saturday. Wow, and today's Saturday. I greet this new day with joy, enthusiasm, and expectancy. New day is the word. I have many experiences from past days. However, today is at hand. I will not bring any regrets or past unhappiness into this day. I eagerly accept today as a new beginning, and I go forward to greater blessings. Thank you, Father, for a new day. How good it is to start each new day with the realization that the rewarding power of God is always at work in me and in all that concerns me. Mm. Wow, it's powerful. I am not bound to old conditions. God's power of renewal makes each day new. Today, new life fills me and surges throughout my body temple. The renewing spirit of God stirs my mind to new and higher levels of thought and understanding. Today, the Spirit of God lives through me. I greet this day and every day with joy, enthusiasm, and a high expectancy of abundant good. I greet this day with faith in God and greater confidence in myself. Thank you, Father, for a new day. And the quote is, the Bible quote is from Revelations, I think it's chapter 21, verse 5. Behold, I make all things new. Ah, yabba dabba do is what Jesus actually yes. said. Yes, because that was a long time ago. They had a mod, you know, they had to modernize it. Yeah, but originally he said, "Yeah, well, I mean, yabba dabba do." Flintstones, so that would make around sense. that time. Yeah. <laughs> it was a long time ago, right? Jesus right, right. actually said, "Yabba dabba do." I make all things new. That's right. He was very happy at that moment. Um, what do you got? You gonna read something else? Or are you gonna? Oh. Well, we can continue. Little little those greedy little showbiz hands. These <laughs> daily words. Daily words over there. Let's, let's are what Daryl calls rolled gold. Yeah, so let's, roll them up. Yeah. <laughs> Take 
take a pull off of them when you need a little boost in your When you guys. need a little boost. Actually, I learned this uh, from you guys. Uh, you know, I have in my journal, I learned from watching you guys, I fold these up. And I tuck them in my journal. Now he's talking about Daily Word pages. Yeah, these little daily, I tear them out. These are out of the Daily Word. They're the perfect size. You could fold them up. If you could put them in your shirt pocket, you could put them in your back pocket. I keep them in my journal so they don't get sweaty throughout my day. Mm-hmm. And if I am really having a tumultuous time with my thoughts and not feeling like I can shift my thinking in a positive way, and like you said, sometimes it feels like there is no solution. Right. I will reach for one of these and I'll go to the, like if I'm at work, I'll go to the bathroom mm-hmm. and I will just pull this out and I'll start reading and it'll help shift everything. Right. Yeah. Cause it's important to know our it feels like there's no solution because our mind is, te- my mind is telling me and fully immersed in the belief that there is no solution. It's so crazy. That's why these little things are the antidote for where the actual issue lies in our mind. When we're fully hypnotized. Yeah. Yeah. We're actually being hypnotized with fear, 100%. doubt, and worry. So what you got? So these are back-to-back. They just happen to be amazing and go along with today's show. This I'll read uh, in chronological order. July 3rd, 2023. It was a Monday, and the word is unlimited. As a spiritual being, I am unlimited. Isn't that funny? That's today's episode. If I have believed that being only human will keep me from reaching my most deeply cherished desires, today I can choose a new belief. I am fully human and fully divine. Through the Christ within, my divine inheritance, I am one with God. The world may be full of limitations, but I transcend those by realizing the power, strength, and will of God are mine to express as only I can. I feel newly empowered to go for the life of my dreams without feeling daunted or undeserving of the best life has to offer. I am in the world, but not of it. I am a spiritual being, unlimited and powerful beyond measure. I boldly embrace new possibilities. But but those who wait for the Lord shall, this is the Bible quote, but those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Mm. Now by wait, it means those who stand back and trust that it's working on our behalf, that life is for us. Yes, that's, that's right. Let the we, law go. Yes. Trust in the law. Let the law go to work rather yes. than trying to manufacture it ourselves with this small sense of self. Right? Yes. Yes. Plan and manipulate. Yeah. How can I make this work out in my favor? Right. I can make it happen. Right. Because that's not coming from our unlimited self. That's coming from a very limited self sense of self for me when i when i'm trying to push it but where when i'm first taking the time to tap into this unlimited self these laws these principles and then something amazing will happen that really kicks us into where it's not just a theory it's a knowing that okay now i'm like turned on like charles Fillmore called it my conscious is now spiritual my consciousness is now spiritualized i know who i am i know what's going on and nothing we do from that place ever goes wrong. You know what I'm saying? It well, just gets better and better. Well, yeah. And to our listeners, I just want to let you know, we would not be doing this show with this much enthusiasm week after week because we don't do it for our own showboating. I mean, we're or to be experts in the field. The reason we do it and the reason if this wasn't the case, we wouldn't be able to do it is the reason is 
because we get actual results. Yeah. We we actually get results in our everyday life. Right. When we experiment with these ideas in situations that are harrowing at the time or even ones that are not so scary, the fact remains is, like Ed was describing, when we click over to, you know what, I'm just going to give up trying to make it happen, whatever, and I'm just going to start believing that God is at work in the situation and then start, the believing is more effective, the waiting on the Lord, than me trying to scheme and come up with an idea on my own resources, because that never works. It always makes things, at best, it yeah. doesn't work at all, and I just get frustrated and pass out. At worst, it creates more problems for me. Yeah, but so true. the great news is, by just choosing to click into believing that this this force is at work for my good in this situation, even though I can't see it in this moment, is that always works. I'll always get a demonstration that reassures me that good prevails. Yeah. And that life is for me and not against me. Yes. Yep. That happened with how I got with my current um, horse riding teacher. Mm. Do you, I don't know if they're so I'm an actor and um, I've been getting lots of uh, casting calls or, you know, they're called breakdowns with Western shows. And for uh -huh. these roles, they require horse riding experience. Okay. And so I had the joyful nudge to, to uh, find out how can I take lessons? How can I get this on my acting resume? Yeah. And so I started looking into it through simple Google search, but then it started to turn into like an overwhelming, yeah. there's a lot of them in LA. There's a lot of horse ranches all all around here. There's a lot of schools. Remember, Daryl, you, you helped me see, okay, just do a little bit at a time. Let's check out this place. Yes. But still, like after we did, we checked out a few and they were, they were closed one day. We drove all the way out to um, Glendale. Glendale. And uh, so it's like, it started to become like I was forcing it to happen. And thankfully, you know, through a morning routine, and focusing on what's in front of me, it kind of just kind of fell to the wayside. It, and the old me would have been like, I got to make this happen. I got to get this on my resume. We got to figure this out. I got to, I got to find a, a teacher. Right. Um, but luckily I just like, I just waited on the solution. Every morning I would, I would have either new things to focus on or it would come to mind and I would go, God's going to bring it about in spite of my doubts. God's going to make it happen in a miraculous way. Mm -hmm. And then we go to that art thing with Daryl. When was that? Like in the beginning of August? Oh, the art thing that none of us really enjoyed. <laughs> That's where I met Tyler, the creator. You met yeah, Tyler, Tyler, the, the creator. creator. You're I, able to... I, I like the hot iced coffee that I drank, and I like meeting Tyler, the creator, and I like leaving. <laughs> <laughs> but there was one person in that whole thing, other than yeah. you meeting Tyler, the creator, was this young lady... Well, this is another miracle because you gravitated towards that. Yeah. Daryl's an artist. And so when we go to these things, he feels with his gut. Which direction, yeah. Which direction to go. And we kind of follow his lead because it's like some things yes. are, are jarring. My gut took me outside to sit in a chair <laughs> and drink coffee. Yeah. Yes, and your gut took you to this. To, yeah. to a, an artist. Her name is Natalie. Yes. You enjoyed her artwork. Yeah, or the the artwork and the books and the art books that she was a represent 
representative for. That's right. It's an art oh, okay. uh, art book fair. Yes. yes. And so you enjoyed it. You loved it. You struck up a conversation. And what happened? Oh, she saw the horse on my hat. You oh, had your artwork. What you made? Yeah, right? and it had the charge. And she yeah. said, "Oh, I love your hat. I love horses." And somehow the conversation opened up to how I had just been going with Lori to St. Francis Horse Sanctuary. Horse Sanctuary to volunteer, ah. which led to Daryl coming over and said, Stephen, you got to talk to her. She's, she's taking horse riding lessons at this place. I go over there and I talk to her. I say, you know, I'm interested in horse riding lessons. This is amazing. Because she goes, oh, yeah. I go to this place. It's called Arroyo Seco Stables. There's my teacher. Her name is Isabel. She is so amazing. I am having wow. so much fun. Tell her my name, Natalie. I ride Emmy. The horse's name is Emmy. I took all these in my notes in my right. phone. So I knew what to do. She gave me the phone number. Oh, no, she didn't give me the phone number. I looked it up. So um, that's how I got connected to Isabel. And this is another string of amazing coincidences because that was in the beginning of August and yes. I had her name written in my notes. Mm-hmm. First amazing coincidence. My brother's wife has a baby. I'm a first-time uncle. My yeah. brother's a first-time father. Guess what he names his daughter? And yeah. I didn't mention anything about horse riding lessons or the name. He yeah. names her Isabella. Isabella, yes. Not Isabella, but pretty darn close. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are the chances? Yes. And then it turns out that Isabel went to the same college. The horse my, riding coach. The, the, the horse riding coach, yeah. Went to the same college as my brother and my mother in Chicago. In Chicago. Wow. <laughs> and she drives the same car as Stephen. And the same car. Wait a minute. Did I say Isabel went to the same college? Sorry. Isabel's brother went to the same college right. as my brother. Wow. So our brothers went That's to the wild. same college. And she drives the same car that I'm driving. So all these crazy coincidences, and she's telling me I'm doing so good. The way she's teaching me, I feel so comfortable. I feel like I'm making so much progress. How many lessons have you had so far? Two. Wow. Where do you ride? In a stable type thing? I mean, in like a fenced off area or you go into the It's a fence. It's like, it's like uh, the arena, I believe it's called. Nice. An arena. It's like a fenced off. It's so funny because the episode that we had to erase was called like avoid the bull and leave the arena. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, You're that's kidding me. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Now yeah, we know yeah. we can redo that episode. We can redo, use that title again because that's a good title. We should have avoided the bull at the arena before, before. we filmed it or whatever. Before we let the bull in the arena. <laughs> we could have prevented the bull from entering the arena on that one. That's amazing. Hearing you share the... I'm really inspired because the other thing I want to share um, with what Daryl was saying about the show, I just want to let you know when I'm describing these principles and I'm... Taking my time choosing the words, it's because uh, Stephen said something, and then I'm looking in my mind's eye at an experience I'm having right now regarding my work and the experiences I'm having. So when I'm describing, I'm in this moment or in these moments, I'm applying these principles to those things that I'm experiencing in real time. So when we leave here, I'm high as a kite because I. That's why. That's one of the reasons I love the show. Me too. Me and, too. And me too. So when I just heard you say all that about the, you know, because at the break I told you this before I came in here, I listened. 
I've been listening to a book called Trust Your Vibes by Sonia Shoked. It's just a, a nice audio book. I'll, I'll listen to like 10 minutes. You know, I mix it up with all the other things I listen to. And it's just uh, real simple, like about just listening to your intuition and not ignore. And I realize I got to go even more. I'm excited to go more openly spiritual because I hear voices. I'm listening to I'm hearing intuitive voices all the time. That's where I'm getting the information that I'm working yeah. with these kids. Yes. You know, yes. I and, and miracles are happening. It's not it's not some sort of scientific tables I'm looking at. I'm hearing voices and uh, inspiring voices, thoughts. I'm receiving these thoughts all the time. Um, and I've done it since I was little. We probably all have to some yeah. degree. And some of us, it's more overwhelming than, than others. And, you know, for me, it's always been there. And that's why I've been so sincere about learning this stuff. And um, wait. I just want to reinforce this because this is what we mean by trusting ourself. Yeah. Which for a long yes. time I would, you know, in creative endeavors, I would hear those voices, but I'd be in an in a um academic arena. Yeah. And then I would not trust them all of a sudden because they're showing me, well, you gotta do it this way right. and this. But we're saying, regardless of what you're hearing out there. If you stick to trusting yourself, yeah. that higher self, you'll see that you already have the ability in arenas That's right. that you're naturally tuned in to succeed in. Yeah. yeah. The hard part is we tend to forget that right. we have, we lack, start lacking confidence in ourself in right. those natural it's inclinations because of what we're hearing from the outside. And also the butts that come from the inside yeah. that are full of negative form of confidence and bad feeling chemicals and that. So this show is just reminding me one to, that I have to, that I have the ability to, even when those butts come up to be, no, there is a solution to this. And even though this loud voice is full of whatever, piss and vinegar as they say and like just in my inner face telling yeah. me that i can have get behind me satan get behind me adverse thoughts there is a solution because in this god that i believe in in this universe that i believe in there is always a solution and it always moves toward greater life and greater joy and greater prosperity and greater relationships and greater wow moments and you know what i was hearing when i walked in my car so we had to go get a bag of nuts so steven didn't go nuts was um <laughs> the voice is literally telling me it's time to get out it's time to let it go re related to the job i've been doing like and it, the information i'm getting is and when i meditate like sincerely sit and spend time completely letting it go completely just let it go let it go let it go get out now is the time there's no reason to waste my talents and my abilities in my in that environment anymore you know there's, there's just no reason for that because what i bring is too valuable to continually trying to like make it fit in something where it doesn't really fit you know i mean it blesses the hell right out of a lot of people but the wear and tear on my own mind in the past has just been too much it's time to get on with it and it's like now that god says now this isn't i'm not looking like a long hard slog i'm talking about like well, that's why i'm inspired by your story I got to start writing down, connecting the dots. I, I get to write more of these things down, meditate more from the place there is a solution, and start connecting these dots more, leading me 
in the right direction. Yeah, because the only Amazing. thing that holds yeah. that holds me back is me. A hundred percent. You know, I was starting to laugh because I don't think if you really start reading these old Bible verses, you get to see how much of a sense of humor yeah. and uh, ball buster Jesus was. <laughs> right. Because, yeah. you know, not only did he say when he was having those negative thoughts, right. he said, get behind me, Satan, you know, which right. means these era thoughts. I'm not going to buy into this garbage. Right. But the best is when Peter was going, yeah, but, yeah, but. Yeah. And then Jesus goes, get behind me, Satan. And I could just imagine people, I'm not Shane. Right. <laughs> like, right. like, come on, right. shut up. What are you doing? You know better. Right. But that's what Peter was basically doing. He was going, yeah, but, I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah, but. Right. And Jesus goes, get behind me, Satan. Yeah, like, just totally. Like I'm going, I'm you, you know, the Bible verse that I left out, uh, which is perfect from the No Butts, uh, October 6th, Emmett Fox, it just says, and they all with one consent began to make excuse. With one consent, they all, and it's the but. Oh, you know what like, that's, that's from? That's great, but. That's great, but. Yeah, tell me. That's from Luke, right? Luke 14, okay. 18. So I looked that up today. Oh, yeah. And uh, this about is that. about, this is the scene where the rich guy, it's, you know, one of these men, one of these stories that yeah, Jesus did. So a rich guy invites all these people to dinner, to, okay. to like their greater good yes, is what yes. it represents. Your greater good, but each and every one of them goes, no, I have, uh, oh, yeah, I, yeah. Have five, I have five cows to take care of. And I looked it up. Five cows represents our five physical senses. Are you talking about the, did you get this metaphysical, from, the, from the Bible? Thing yeah, the Fillmore Metaphysical Bible. Yeah, that and then us. the other one goes, well... You know, my wife, I got to tend to my wife. And wife represents, in this case, you know, um, uh, my emotional ties to things. Okay, yeah. And then there was another okay, one that okay, meant... I like that. That meant my material. I'm more, well, I don't want to lose my material. And he's right. saying, but you're using... the. It was a perfect example of right. how we use but to get in a way of... All the good that will just come to us the moment we say, you know what, I'm ready. I'll, I'm ready to go wherever you want me to go. Like Terry McBride, roll down the window as you're driving, stick your head out and say, here I am, God, deal me Amen. in. And what happens at the end, and people who misread this, like even when I would hear it, but I would hear it preached in a way that made it appear like this. Because right. what happens is all the people that don't have any of these things. So they're assumed to be poured down and out huh, people. Right. But no, that's not what it's saying. It's saying these, the, the people who had nothing, meaning they were willing yeah. to go forth to their greater good. Right. They weren't saying, yeah, but I got this. Yeah, but that. Yeah, but this. Yeah, right. but what if. Wow. That's what they were free of that let them go in and enjoy the feast. That's where we got to be like children to enter the kingdom. Yes. Right? Like a kid's not going to be like, ah, I don't want ice. Not right now. Not ice cream now. I got to do this. Or, yeah. you know, like, I got to do that. It's like ice cream. Yes. I feast, know. Yes. We got to just say yes to the ice cream. And I feel that inside me, that hand leading me toward my good. And I'm the one who's just, because it's not, I, I said this recently, it's not super, 
There's no, this is not some superstitious belief. I'm the one who's been waking up and driving myself to the job. So why do I have this job? I'll tell you why, Ed, you applied for it. You keep going back. You keep planning for it. You keep wringing your hands over the worries about it. Like I have to get it through my head. Like, because that connects me with the more unlimited part of me that I don't often see. I like, sometimes I identify with this very small part, but I'm the one who's practically and i mean the word in a practical way i've created i've driven myself there i've chosen it i've selected this life so i can choose and select something different and the universe will support me you know what you're giving wow. me a new approach to this from my insides mm. because when i grew up as a little kid we used to have the good humor man yeah and it was such a clean truck and it only had Ooh. jingle bells it didn't play that awful music like they do now it was nothing like that no this was a clean truck the guy wore a white outfit and a white wow. hat my white guy would come and they'd be like you know you could buy cocaine off that thing. <laughs> yeah. No. no yeah it was different than when i was a kid i <laughs> uh, didn't graduate to that level yet but you would hear the jing, jing, jing. Oh, wow. And you would drop yeah. whatever you were doing. Totally. If you were whatever thing that you loved to do in that moment did not get in the way of us going, ice cream, man! Totally. And we would go, whoa! Yeah. So I got to remember, because right. I'll do this with things like even imagining us taking the trip to uh, Unity Village. I felt enthusiastic. It felt like, you know, right. part of divine. But then, ugh, do I really want to get on a plane? I, I was doing you. I was doing like the story Same. in Luke. Yeah, but yeah. you know, and then Lee Shock, I was talking to him when I talked mm -hmm. to him, he said, Well, why don't you come out? I got, you know, plenty of room and it's at the Jersey Shore where yeah. you know, I spent some of the best time of my life. So uh I was like, Yeah, this sounds great. And later on, I started thinking like those people in Luke. I go, yeah, but I got some appointments. I got things. Right, sure, sure. But I'm not going to do that. Nice. This is our news thing. I'm going to do ice cream, man. Yeah, totally. Every time this comes up, yeah. you can say that to yourself. To sh totally. And it's... These thoughts are subtle, and they come in as being reasonable and prudent. Right. But they're not. Right. Most of the time, they are not. Yeah, that's so true. Because once you, you're either running to the ice cream man, or you're running to the crap dealer, <laughs> or whatever that is, that replaces that joy. You know, there's the fear monger. You know, like yeah, one of those has to be real. You know, you can't serve the two masters, as no. they say. And so I want to serve the ice cream man. Because <laughs> it reminded me of the thing I was doing in the moment when the ice cream man totally. came was something so incredibly cool at the time. But I was willing to immediately throw my bike down, totally. run to my house to get money for the ice cream man. And that was even true when I was a kid, man. Uh, that, that part, even though it was a little dingier of a truck. <laughs> it, it, it reminds me of uh, the unicorn that Emmett Fox talks about. Yes. You jump on the unicorn. Yes. You don't let any butts get, get in front of you jumping on and going yeah. for the ride. Yes. Yeah, that is so true. When the unicorn shows up, just jump on it because it's going to take you places where no amount of self-will can bring you. Yeah. And that was the first time I realized that the unicorn is mentioned in the Bible. I know. Same. I was like, wow. Yeah, the first time I heard of a unicorn might have been Clash of the Titans, that uh, 
book. Although that was a what's the winged one? Pegasus. That was a Pegasus. Yeah, you remember that movie? No. Really? The guy he was in L.A. Law later. Handsome guy. Uh, you know, I saw three <laughs> seconds of that in the trailer, and even as a kid, the special effects, like, oh, that's terrible. The way they move, I it was, was like, odd, but it was really good, man. Like, even though I thought, like, this is so weird. I kind of, I put it together with Time Bandits, man. This strange, there's a strange vibe combined with <laughs> that, yeah, with the little <laughs> people in it. Yeah, Time Bandits. Oh God, that was a strange movie. I gotta add these to my movie list. Yeah, no, you got to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All this, what we're talking about, is reminding me just how it's crazy. My morning routine is the most important thing in my life because mm -hmm. it really, yeah, helps me connect. Because I was thinking, as you were talking, it, I was thinking about all my butts. Like, I know it's it's not comparable, but like for the horse riding lesson, I had my own. Like, I can I can't ride a horse. <laughs> I haven't been on a horse since I was ten, and it was being yeah. led around. And I got all these crazy things. I got Christopher Reeves. Being, oh yeah, falling being, off the horse being, and being paralyzed. paralyzed. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna yeah. get paralyzed <laughs> if I fall off. And like all these crazy doubts and and fears. But luckily, during my morning routine, I would, because I'm just sitting with myself and I have no outside real stimuli, and I'm able to reflect right. and I'm right. reading all this positive and all these Bible quotes. Right. That are telling me these amazing things. Mm -hmm. I was really able to quickly kind of sh shun the, those, shoo those off, and go no. Like, and I started visualizing myself really having fun on a horse. Yes, really being a good horse rider. And then it, it doesn't make any sense, but my teacher, my teacher Isabel, she keeps telling me how I have the best instincts with the horse, with the horse that I'm riding, and that she goes, "You gotta, you must have." some horse riding in your blood or something because you are natural wow. at this. Well, it's because you're doing what, what all these things say. You're you're visualizing your the desired outcome right. in advance. Yes. That's that's like that is it. I mean, all the great teachers, but Jesus really drove it home is ask, believe and receive. Yeah. And what that means is I want to do this. But then doubt comes in, but you go, "No, I believe I can do this. I'm going to shoot that way." And then I can see myself doing it now. Yeah. And what right. happens? And that's also why you said um I just looked this up cuz it made me think of this. In Matthew 6, 6, 7, he said, But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to your Father in private. That's the only thing that matters. And it connects with this Ernest Holmes uh, paragraph here from uh, 1968 that Michael Schoonover sent us. So thank you, Michael. It says, It might contradict much of our experience when we first affirm these things, because you know as well as I do that often... When we seek to change our thought patterns, it is it is as though something within us arises and argue, argues against it and says, you can't. And we are also confronted by what the world thinks, the whole world thinks, yet we are still dealing only with the habitual thought patterns that are repeating themselves. Therefore, if we want to change them, we must know that we do not have to argue with anybody about it. I have found that it does not pay, does not pay to try to convince anybody of anything. But those people who, with imagination and an inward feeling, accept these things and begin to act as though they were true will soon find that they are true. How did that fit perfectly? How did any of these readings fit perfectly? This is what we mean why we get so high after the show. It's like, yeah. I hope folks realize this is the only thing scripted is what we say at the beginning. Yeah. And then 
So we know the song lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> One more quick thing. I forget if I read this in the... Was that? Did you say that's from Joseph Murphy? I'm sorry. No, no Ernest Holmes. Ernest Holmes. Holmes. Ernest yeah. Holmes. I forget where I read it from. Or um, Daryl, I remember earlier on when, when you were helping me get started on a morning routine and showing me this, you were, and I would have... Uh, push back and I would call you on the phone like crying because I was like no none of this works I'm trying I got all these I'm trying to I think affirm it's too hard to change my thoughts and think affirmably or but then you would say every time you choose like like with shifting the thought you're creating new grooves yeah. in your brain and in your subconscious mm-hmm. mind new grooves mm-hmm. and that helped to really solidify like I want that yeah I want new and it grooves. helped yeah. me to push it kept helped me to Push myself, yeah, and use my will in that regard. Yes, yes. Use That's, my will yes. in that regard is with the the with the um, general atmosphere of my thoughts, the direction, the path of my thoughts. That's right. And so it's just incredible, and it I, is I incredible. feel like a new man. And every day I feel like a new man. Every yeah. day I put that morning routine first. A hundred percent. Yeah, I would never. Yeah, I can't imagine not doing it. Me neither. Yeah. Wait, hold on one second. I want to introduce everybody to somebody real quick. Who is it? Jennifer and Elliot. Oh, My no. wife and son have arrived. I don't I think Jennifer's to... going to enjoy this, folks, because she's like me. She doesn't right. like being put on the spot. My son's in town from Berkeley. Just, it's like tearing off a Band-Aid, Jennifer. Just come, come on in. in and say hello right quick. Come on in. There's your framing. He really has a wife, ladies and gentlemen. There she is. And a son. Elliot. Elliot. That's the better looking version of Ed. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. Um, Steve and Tom Thorpe has a joke for us. I do. And then we have a song. It's the first time ever. No, it's not the first time ever a guest has brought a joke, but I think it's the first time of this sort that it's happened. So. Okay. So everybody yes. knows that Daryl and Ed met each other at the Agape Spiritual Center here in Los Angeles. Right. But nobody really knows the full details as to the interaction. Uh-oh. Right. So uh, Edward uh, goes up to a hot dog vendor mm-hmm. at, at the Agape, and it was Daryl. Wow. <laughs> so Ed, so Ed goes up. Spiritual dogs. <laughs> yes. Ed, Ed goes up to order a spiritual dog and says... Uh, make me one with everything. So Daryl makes him one with everything, hands it to Ed, and then Ed pays with a $20 bill. Daryl puts the $20 bill in the cash box, closes it, and then goes about his business. Ed says, excuse me, but where's my change? And and Daryl quickly responds, change must come from within. (laughs) I remember like it was yesterday. (laughs) Yes. That was another 20. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, Stephen Tom Thorpe, actor, thanks for joining us. Elliot and Jennifer, thanks for coming into the studio today. Um, What do we got here? What's her name? Terry Wilder. Terry Wilder. There's none wilder than Terry, <laughs> I like to say. Um, Daryl's got a spoken word he wants to deliver. <laughs> the best part is seeing Jennifer's reaction to being forced to be in the studio. <laughs> I know we got a live studio audience. <laughs> Don't feel bad. I would feel the same way. No, I would No, I think I could stop. <laughs> <laughs> He's married to him. So, uh, 
Okay, I'm going to do the little t- rap, I guess, from the beginning. If anyone wants to dance in the middle, middle that's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't, they Well, listen, to. guys. There's this thing I've been that's been there's this thing I've been dragging behind me. Yeah. Seems to weigh about a hundred pounds. Got it. You could call it extra baggage. All I know is that it slows me down. Mm. I feel like I'm in arrears, so I must be. But from what? But why? But how? But when? <laughs> but what if? And but 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 but. <laughs> I want to get, get rid of my butt. butt. <laughs> it's bigger than it would appear. It hinders my forward movement when I keep bringing up the rear. <laughs> All the excess garbage I've heaped onto my plate is just adding to my weight. And wait. And wait. If I'm wondering why I just can't seem to catch up. I'm moving slow because I'm dragging my butt. Visit DarylNet.com to find easy links to everything we do. Steve Adolph, we love you. Jennifer Elliott, thank you for being here. <laughs> Thanks for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. If I'm wondering why I, I, I can't seem to catch up, I'm moving slow because I'm dragging my butt. And now that I've got rid of that butt thing, I'm starting to work on my can. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Five hundred dollars. Really? See, two hundred dollars for you. One hundred dollars for you. When you record your podcast at Chobo Studios, you're helping people in need. Here at Chobo, we take a bold stance on helping the community by giving away 10% of all revenue, not just profit, to kind, hardworking people in the streets of Los Angeles. And thanks to all these wonderful podcasters, we've been able to give $1,400 this year alone through our kindness initiative, Chobo Kindness. Brought to you by Chobo Studios, LA's premier podcasting powerhouse. Follow for more.